I am Jaleel, and these are the Purple Room Reviews, and tonight we're talking about Daniel Caesar. Now, let it be known that Daniel Caesar has been one of my favorite male R&B artists within the last five, six years. He's been going since about, well, really since he was a kid and, you know, growing up like most, you know, artists. But the story is obviously him being from Toronto, being born from Jamaican parents. He left home at 17 and went to chase his dream. And it happened, you know, to say it plainly. And that starts with Japanese denim. But then 2017, best part, get you. And then the album, Freudian. But this man, for me, he writes his songs and, you know, the, the he composes them in a way that is, I don't want to say easy to sing, but it is, at least for me. And a big ideal of this episode and talking about him is I for as much as I enjoy music and I enjoy singing along and learning songs and you know enjoying the music that I love he provides a strong soundtrack by himself for me to do that I can pretty much sing every song off of Freudian I need to dive back into case study but we're going to get there. But even Japanese denim, I had not really heard it until I got with my most recent ex. And she gets the name, you know, mixed up because that's how she hears it. But not knowing that they came before Get You, I was amazed. I thought it was a new song and it wasn't. And I'm sitting here waiting for Case City to come out. And that just added to the repertoire, right? But when I say I can sing these songs, a lot of people's entrance or introduction, rather, to Daniel was Get You featuring Kali Uchis. And it was the single, I think it came in a two-pack, right? But the music video as well, and I'm sitting here looking for Kali Uchis. I love when the featured artists are in the videos for the songs that they're on. But I had started hearing the song kind of sparingly. And this is around the time Brent Fayez is getting ready to pop and her is popping. Because, of course, they got best part, right? But yeah, I was like, ooh. Like, you know, the melody comes in. And it's in a little baritone right there when he comes in. But he goes to the high note. And I, can, I, I can't hit them now. I lost my voice at the end of last year. But at a point in time, this is 2017, 2018, I could hit those notes. And again, let it be known, I am the, I'm the guy that I sing to try and get my women sometimes. But it's really just me enjoying these songs, like I said. But that all being said, yes, I was singing Get You to any girl or anyone that would fucking listen but it was just that smooth and salt. And I can hit Callie's part. 
and, you know, you know, try to modulate or, you know, get down if I needed to. But when I really like a song, it's crazy how I go from a point of learning it and liking it to, like, that infatuation goes, becomes me being able to perform it. And it's weird, but I love it. And it, it, it makes me happy. And a lot of his songs aren't particularly happy, especially his most recent, the I'm hoping first single, it might just be a Lucy, but please do not lean. And again, we'll get there. But Daniel Caesar has some shit. When talking about Freudian, though, we have to talk about best part with her, you know, acronym, you know, Grammy Award winning, you know, the placement queen, you know. But this is, again, around the time a lot of the R&B that has grown on, like, the millennials, I guess you could say. This is Drake, Kalani, Janae Aiko, um, that's other names, but that's, like, the early of the 2010s, like, 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. This is Daniel Caesar, her, Brent Fayez. Um, Sid, the internet, Rex Orange County, and a host of others. But in me just getting into her and shouts out to Prince, they put me on too. They put me on her shit, no pun intended. When um she had just put out the two EPs and then it was about to become the album and whatnot. And she was on the BET um, artist to look out for, you know, the little side stage joint, right? But it was him doing his tiny desk, and then she came on. But I had seen the video for it, like, right before. Like, they put out a whole music video, and it's, like, two screens, and they're on a beach, and they both, you know, do their sides. But, again, what I say for a lot of the R&B that has come out in the last few years is I wish a lot of these songs were out back when I was in choir. Because, I mean, I'm cool and, like, I can sing. Like, I can hold a note and I can... I hear songs and I can mimic and copy and until I learn it. I'm not the most, you know... I can read music. But I... If that makes sense, I can read music, but I am not, like, super over I'm very rusty especially for not being in classes and playing, you know, both in band and choir. But I I wish I could have had a duet, you know, in one of my concerts back then. It, it would it would be so fly. And some of my homegirls, like, they knew, like, their shit, like, some other people's stuff around that time, but nobody really wanted to sing Frank Ocean with me. It, it sucked. And even Frank Ocean, you know, he dropped self um, self-control, oh my, I wish I could have been in choir singing that, I, I would have gotten a solo, you, you wouldn't have stopped me, Pink Matter, I didn't get a chance to, and I, I don't think I could have actually did that, but I digress, right, but I love this duet, and I think it's, it stands up to a lot of histories, and, you know, the past, when it comes to duets, but, it's a good representation for the 2010s when it comes to R&B. And 
not to really bring up his comments again, but people saying R&B is dead and, you know, it being about people knowing how to sing. They sat there on Tiny Dust and they went back and forth and even had the, the background singers and, you know, the help. And they're all, they're clicking in the chemistry. And it, it sounds beautiful, both on the track and live. So much so that they did win Grammys for those individually or like together. I don't know how they count it, but they did get the Grammy for that. But again, all this to say, you know, I was watching his Boiler Room performance in London, which I don't think I've actually watched. If I have, it was in the past or, you know, so on and so forth. But I've never been to a live R&B show. I've been to all rap shows and I've been in, you know, concerts, you know, band and choir, right? But I want to see what that vibe is like. I, I love moshing and I love, you know, all the bullshit, you know, at a rap show, but I, w- I want to see what that's like. And so much so, I I aspire to put on chill, you know, real R&B vibes, some groovy vibes, and put those type of shows together. But in watching his, you know, it says 2018, and to see where he's going now, you know, from then, not knowing, you know, how big and, you know, what it would sound like down the line. You can see, I don't like the term star power, but he is an artist. Just watching over the course of what, 24 minutes. It went from being bright at the beginning and it's all dark and moody at the end. If you watch at the beginning, he's burning sage. But then you watch towards the end, towards the last song, which is Get You, of course, you know, killing it. He's swinging the henny right before he, you know, he starts the verse. I I love that shit, but he's still singing his ass off and he's doing renditions of some of the songs on Freudian without the features. Uh, Charlotte Day Wilson's on there. We got Sid still, you know, and Take Me Away. But I would love to see him live in concert, and I do hope I get that chance when I get over to L.A. at the end of the year or at the top of the year. I don't know if I've mentioned that, but please look out for me because I'm coming to listen to y'all music. I'm coming to watch all these live shows, this Sydney Studios and watch everybody create and enjoy and definitely make something myself. But now we got to get to the bullshit. And I guess we could talk about case study as I remember it. Now, I say controversy. I really mean bullshit because as I remember it, he was on a live with Dave Chappelle and he made a comment about something. They were talking about some shit and it doesn't even really matter. He got canceled, quote unquote. You can feel my fingers doing the air quote bullshit, right? I I could give two fucks, but because of that, the I don't care about sales. But the re the reception or the reaction to case study or one was it just wasn't there. Which is unfortunate due to the situation, but it still slaps. He got Pharrell Brandy, and John Mayer. 
I don't know any other black people to work with John Mayer besides Kanye West. And I'm sure there's plenty more. Actually, I, I take that back. It was Frank Ocean. Still. And that's why I say I need to go back because I listen to it on and off. But the main tracks always come in my playlists and my daily mixes. Those main ones being the first three tracks, which is one of the hardest R&B three-track runs I've heard and that I remember. That's something I don't have to go back for. It's Entropy, Cyanide, and motherfucking Love Again. And Love Again's the one with Brandy. And Brandy don't really pop out like that. She just, you know, did her thing with Jack Harlow recently. But for whatever reason, people don't know that she sings. And again, the way they write their songs, you know, the way Daniel does, I'm singing along with this. You know, I still sing with Cyanide. Complexities, it gives you that Freudian vibe. And Freudian, I'm talking about the title track, Freudian. Real slow, kind of avant-garde and very sorrow-filled. But it's, it's so slow, but... He sings and gets into it, but I'm going to revisit the album and I'm going to pick a track or I'll probably review, you know, case study itself when I start reviewing, you know, whole albums and whatnot. But if you haven't, please go listen to Case Study 01 by Daniel Caesar, especially because between Freudian and I want to say Japanese denim at some point, I got to rewatch the series. But I'm pretty sure another, um, I think it might have been Cyanide or Entropy. I think Entropy did on the intro or Transition. But he has a lot of placements amongst um, all the seasons of Insecure. Issa Rae, she definitely uh, shows love. She fucks with him. And definitely in getting a lot of my recommendations and tastes and new, you know, new tracks and whatnot. Um, I, I got from her and he's definitely one of them. I think it was season two at the season two last episode. Um, they use, um, I'm coming back home to you. And they faked this out. Like they were actually going to work it out and shit, bitch. That's, oh my God. She still did Lawrence dirty, but fuck it. They ended up together. I'll take it. But again, please go check out Case Study 01. Go check out Freudian. And now we're going to talk about Please Do Not Lean. So, of course, you know, with canceling, you know, everybody just wants you to just not have a career and just, you know, it's just a rap, right? And don't get me wrong. Some people deserve it. We ain't talking about that. Homie going to be in there until about 80, you know. You know who we talking about. But what did Daniel Caesar do? He laid in a cut, put out his album, and then hopped on a track with Justin Bieber and motherfucking Gibeon. And when I tell you, Peaches, if anybody remembers from back when I started the podcast under a, a different name, right? I asked what was the song of the summer. And fuck the bullshit. It was Peaches, dude. Everybody got on there and and specifically Daniel and Giveon, they watched Justin, but, you know, they, you know, it was a pick and roll. They they got the job done. It was a team effort, but it was nice to see Daniel in a different light, which is the mainstream. And 
in a way, he did become kind of, quote-unquote, mainstream, just off-rip. But in this, like, everybody knows Justin Bieber. Everybody, Everybody's going to flock to Justin Bieber. The, that is a different set of eyes, whether you like it or not, whether you know it or not. And when you're given that opportunity or you get to that point in your career, in your journey, per se, you, you have to... You have to go hard. You have to seize it. You know, carpe diem, right? And he did that. And now, please do not lean, you know, hitting motherfuckers in the motherfucking chest. You know, it sounds like he's breaking up with, or she broke up with him, his fiance or girlfriend or somebody, a significant other. And I listened to it in preparation for this. And without just, I remember when it came out, ooh, new Daniel Caesar. I'm like, okay, it sounds like it's going to be, he, you see the cover and he's sitting there with his dog, you know, he's chilling. Looks, you know, remorseful, melancholic. You turn that bitch on. And what's cool with Daniel is he's an R&B artist who's incorporated a lot of semi-traditional gospel nuances and styles and tricks, you know, that we fall down and blessed, you know, again, on Freudian rank. But this sounds like that call and response type of joint. You're singing, you know, in warm-ups on at Sunday school or something, right? Something you wake up on Sundays, you know, you're chilling, minding your own business. But when I say it hit somebody in the chest, you know, if y'all, have, again, have listened any clear or have been on any of my socials, right, life has not been the easiest, you know. I'm barely getting super consistent with this as it is. And I'm, I'm, I'm there, like, there is no stopping me now. But I've been going through it like a lot of us have. And, you know, when it comes to, the romantics and personally dealing with significant others, I truly have not been stable. I'm unstable as fuck. And that fact alone led to the end of my relationship as it was. And, oh, he said that. I mean, I got her into Daniel Caesar, and this is the ex I was talking about who I showed. Japanese denim too and we're like ooh we're just we're gonna avoid this because yeah this is I showed her this not right before what I think it was right before we broke up and life life and music has just been real on point with a lot of our situation but I'm not gonna lie for that being alone and just how mental health has been, that's the only reason I've avoided listening to this song until recently, right? I'm kind of, I'm not out of that situation, but what's done is done, I guess you could say. I don't even think that's a good way to put it. But I'm a firm believer of not letting past, you know, relationships and situations not allowing them to ruin songs and music for me. 
I had an ex in high school, senior year, because the internet came out. Shit was kind of going the way because the internet was kind of talking about. And then um, for freshman year in college, he put out sober, you know, on Kawhi. It was still right there. It was it was lining up. And so you bring it to this last relationship for me, you know. Music has been a big part of that. Just a lot of, just a part of our bond, you know, not trauma. It, it was music. She put me on to a lot of country. Uh, I'm in Texas. What do you expect, right? And I do like some of it now. But when I tell you I was putting her on to the slaps, the bops, the ooh-wops, Daniel Caesar, Anderson Pack. Now she listens to Russ, Russ, and she loves that nigga. She went to a concert. Her first ever concert, might I add. But all that kind of comes back to damn, I wasn't able to take her to more concerts when they came around. Or to see Kevin Hart like she wanted. And it sucks, and a lot of that's my fault, and, you know, there's a lot of details in between there, but, yeah, it shit sucks, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I kind of got off there, but either way, if you don't understand anything, Daniel Caesar is making music that is relatable, and it hits home, and again, that's a testament to his songwriting and just how he creates these songs. And what's cool about this track is it's with Bad Bad Not Good, another Canadian jazz band. And again, he's from Toronto, but they were also the ones on Get You in the music video, and I'm pretty sure they produced that as well. So I like kind of the callback. So if it's any indication, we can hear where the next album is going to be. Maybe slightly a return to Freudian, but I think it's going to be more refined. And maybe still, of course, some new sounds. I I hope to hear something new from him. I know he can bring that to us. But please, if you haven't gotten anything from me, please go listen to this man. Go listen to him croon, sing, and talk his shit unapologetically. And whatever his next album is called, I do hope to enjoy at some point in time. I don't know if it's going to be towards the end of 2022. We have, what, three months left? October, November, December. 2023 is here. But let me know what some of y'all's favorite songs from him are. What are your favorite albums? Do y'all like them? Do y'all still have them canceled? If you do, you're fucking stupid. But hey, that's your opinion. Let me let me say that though. I I'm, I'm I ain't a dickhead. But let me know at my email, J A L E E X, A S C P, at gmail dot com. Yellow Buffalo with two L's at the end of Buffalo, on Twitter, and then Jaleel P R two X, on Instagram. I. Really hope y'all haven't enjoyed these past few episodes. I'm I'm working it out, man. And I'm excited. I just got 
the laptop. So we guess we get some more written work coming out soon. Um, have a big interview coming up this Sunday at three. Not going to tell y'all who that is, but hint, hint. If you listen to the last episode, you might know who it is, you know, or just keep a lookout on the socials and just be on the lookout. It's going to more or less be published on Monday, depending on editing and, you know, how we get everything set up. But slowly but surely things are happening and I'm making some shake. And I just hope y'all fuck with it. And I hope, man, I hope everybody keep creating. I hope everyone is making the music they want to make. And it all comes together. And I'm just here to enjoy it and tell y'all how I feel about it. Because, man, I, I music make me feel good. Daniel Caesar's music makes me feel good. I'm happy. Even when I'm sad, you know, being able to sing or just enjoy, even if I'm not singing, you know, because let's be real, some days get hard, and you don't want to say shit, even when it feel good, when you know what's good for you, but then those be some of the best songs when you know you don't want to say shit, and you, you got to hit that chorus real quick, you, you got to freestyle real quick, you know, when it's right there, you're driving, you're trying to keep that stone face, but that... That groove just gets into you, and you you can't do nothing but let it out. But alas, it's Tuesday morning now. It was Monday night, but it is midnight. But understand, I do listen to Daniel Caesar under these lights, and everything I say and end up writing will be nice. Peace.